Yeah. But for the grace of pudding, go I. I, Gerald Blancmange, with apologies and apologies to the bard of Avon himself. Shall I compare thee to a summer's pudding? Shall I compare thee to a summer's pudding? Thou art more lovely and more chilled. Rough creams do shake the darling creams of May. And summer's lease hath all too short a treacle. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines. And too often the pudding of hell comes forth too cold. And every fair from fair sometime declines. By chance or nature's changing custard untrimmed. <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome one and all into the halls of pudding as we walk across its marble floors and we knock three times on the door and twist the knob and down we go into the pudding chamber beneath the halls of pudding in a tiny corner of your mind where once again we can retreat and discuss and contemplate whilst all whilst raising our spoons and filling a bowl and emptying a bowl of pudding our favorite pudding your favorite pudding whatever pudding it happens to be that fateful week when we convene for Pudding Masters is brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream.com, and also by Aunt Cludy's Personal Pudding Place. Come on down to Aunt Cludy's Personal Pudding Place and take all the pudding you need. Pudding Masters! And why don't we jazz it up a bit here, everybody? I'm Gerald Blancmange. And... Sometimes we feel a little more jazzy than usual here in the pudding chamber. I contemplated treacle recently. My grandmother used to say treacle reminded her of pirates. I said, yes, well, you know, it does come from the Caribbean with its molasses and its sugar. She said, you know, it just seems to have a swashbuckling tone to it. 
I said yes, grandmother. Now on with the pudding. So off we went, making pudding and going into the woods and enjoying our pudding al fresca as we dined with the hounds between the hunts. Whether it was egg mousse before the goose, light and airy like the fairy, as the fat two fat ladies used to say. Off we go into another adventure. And of course, it would not be an adventure if we did not have our adventuring partners with us. Our pudding partners and my pudding partner, as it were in this case. Fresh off another semester. As my friend and yours. Professor Maguire. Ah, yes, Professor Maguire, hello, and welcome back into the halls of pudding, into the pudding chamber, back to yet another episode of Pudding Masters. Professor Maguire. The idea of treacle. Treacle as a base. Treacle as a source. Treacle as a pudding. Treacle as a way of life. When you told the story earlier, I harkened back to my own youth, which I often do while we discuss pudding. It's something that's passed on generation to generation. It reinforces Mr. Blancmange core values of pudding masters that is pudding is life life is pudding pudding for everyone and as I move forward with the program I thought of my early treacle and how very similar it is to the Victorian chocolate pudding where it is steamed where the preparation time may seem long to some but an hour and a half in the kitchen will keep a family warm. Out of necessity, we used all the parts and all the pieces. And then it got fancy. And then it got sweet. I raised my pudding spoon to the sweetness available through pudding. Treacle. Do you enjoy the dark treacle pudding? Or the golden treacle pudding, Mr. Blancmange. I enjoy both if they're executed well, of course. And as we know, the Victorian chocolate pudding was the Victorian, the definitive Victorian dessert of the time. And whilst some cooks were making the chocolate pudding, others were out in the fields, out in the woods, gathering molasses from the trees to make treacle. And of course, no treacle would be complete without some sort of suet. What can we know about that other than it's straight fat and ripped right off a kidney? Or ripped off some other thing. Uh, yes, straight fat from the from the cow itself. utilitarian, Mr. Blancmange. We used everything. There was no special ingredients. We used 
what was available. And I say used. We used, very rhetorically, of course, and I'm sure everyone knows. But you can imagine yourself back in time, back into the Roman era. Pudding has been around forever. Dear listeners, Professor McGuire urges you to recognize, pause for a moment, pick up your spoon, and enjoy some pudding. Yeah, yes, very good. There we Our pudding bowls sing with glee. Very rhythmic. I have uh, been inspired um, for class notes, as, as I may have spoken to you in private. I have a home full of animals while I have taken my weekly vacation for the summer. And there are things, sweet things, that uh, I would normally make that this menagerie it would be unhealthy for for them to eat. But I have made the early variations of pudding, more porridge with meat, with fat, with goodness, with butter, with eggs. As if I had fed these farm animals that continue to make noise while we tried to discuss the great world of pudding. But you see, even the critters and a variation of pudding makes for a very healthy and fulfilling diet. No need to go to the store for the Jiffy pudding, if there is such a thing. No need to go to the store for the canned kibbles. No need to fret whatsoever. No, whatever those bits are, I do not want my critters eating those bits. I prefer to make them their own meal, and very often it becomes early pudding, more porridge, if you would. Mm. They have healthy coats, and they're very happy. They require my attention. They have a very nice week here at the house of the professor. There are times where cats do not like dogs. There are times where dogs don't care about cats. But they can all agree that pudding with mealtime is the nicest meal they've ever had. And they enjoy their time here. The hospitality of Professor McGuire. That's why I'm a pudding master. One of myriad reasons, good sir. One of myriad reasons why you are a pudding master indeed. And as we sit and ponder over a bowl or two or a slice or two, depending on the pudding, it's good to know that I, Gerald Blancmange, and Professor McGuire... Yeah. Certainly enjoy you joining us here in our humble yet glorious halls with the windows open so we can hear the birds in the river outside and a little variety band in the corner just for good good standing. Ah <laughs> oh, yes, very good. Black treacle, golden treacle. Everyone's welcome and as I 
earlier I was up on the balcony and I had some fresh thyme growing there on the balcony and I smelled it. And I said, hmm, this might go sweet, it might go savory. It might go well in a Christmas pudding. It might go well in a flan. <laughs> oh. Oh. The possibilities are endless, Professor. And as we go forth now, I've come to hear a rumor about you, Professor. Indeed. I've, I've heard that you might have come across a tome that you might have wanted to share here in the chamber. From the book Pride and Pudding by regular Yazwin. She's a Belgian. She's a pudding master. This publication is relatively new. It was autographed. This book is the property of Professor McGuire. Always yours, regular. Thank you, regular. Very good Let's indeed. See. Pride in Pudding. The history of British pudding, savory and sweet. Oh, yes. And when you mentioned treacle, and we mentioned in the past, um, a few moments ago, the idea that pudding is more than just a sweet. Pudding is, pudding is one of the foundations and the building blocks of humanity. And the early years, from regular, she writes... It is hard to get into a complete picture as a small animal and fish and bones may have been decayed completely, ah. leading us to think that some animals weren't eaten. Also, vessels made out of a certain materials might not have survived because they were less sturdy, which makes us wonder what was used and how they made them. How and if pudding existed, how common was pudding? Grimm's and Lyles Hill made the earliest ceramics in Britain, dating back to 4000 BCE. Pots of this ware were found throughout Britain, so it is likely a trade was established. When these pots were examined, the DNA results said pudding. And in earliest times in European history, in English history, pudding was at the fore of civilization. That's from Pride and Pudding, from regular Yaswin of Belgium. The history of British pudding, savory and sweet. Well, it's it found seems... in pots and pans from 4000 BCE. Which, for those of us who are running out of fingers, that would be 6,000 plus years ago. Oh. Oof. That's, that's a wonderful and welcome addition to Pudding Masters here, Professor. And of the course. Question, the question, Mr. Blancmange, is what came first, the pudding or the pot? Oh. <laughs> that is quite a conundrum. As it were. I will make a note of that. It sounds as if it will be an interesting subject for our classroom. Indeed. 
Indeed. Thank you for that, and we'll surely, surely be reading further passages from Pride and Pudding. There are passages on treacle. There ah. are passages on variations of the puddings. I will gladly turn to one if you wish. Oh, please do. Gerald Blancmange. I do like to play a little organ. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah, I, what is this? What is this? What is this? We must move forward, sir. Yes. Regular Isuid. You are welcome Party. to come into the pudding chamber with us any day of any week. Is regular Isuin 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 regular Isuin. It's a very lovely individual. Um, very bright. Um, very very entertaining. Very engaging. Um, a lovely writer. Um, wonderful researcher. The sincerity that is presented here in Pride and Pudding. Um, that we is is one that we hope to share on Pudding Masters, and she would be a welcome addition anytime. Perhaps I should reach out to her. Yes, Mr. Blancmange. So, Professor McGuire, I think we're in for a treat. It so seems that one of the interns has been working overtime and Indeed. has gone so far as to get Ms. Isuin's literary agent on the phone. So let's see here. I've, I've had a phone installed in the pudding chamber down here in the basement of the Halls of Pudding. No. Yes. No. It took a while, and I was, I was somewhat uh, trepe, trepidatious to have a technician come into these halls, but I figured you had to move into the 20th century sooner or later. <laughs> you would have one has to move into the 20th century before they move into the 21st century. Yes. Pudding will survive. Pudding will help everyone. I implore everyone to pick up their pudding spoon. Taste the goodness. Save some for later. Ah, oh, well, it seems, uh, oh. it seems we have a connection here on the phone. Yes, I believe we... I mean, who... Somebody's told me that somebody was going to be calling. Who is this again? Well, well, Miss Flan, Miss Gloria Flan, as it were. It seems we have her on the telephone now, and it is a quite it's a great honor for you, Miss Flan, to join us in our humble abode here. Now, now, what what is it got here then? I I've heard that you two that say these people say they're pudding masters. I don't even know. My my client, regular Isuin, you should know, is a very important person. Well, I yes, and, and that's why we come we come most humble 
to request uh, her presence on an episode of, of, of Pudding Master. Now, what in God's name is Pudding Masters? Uh, Mr. Blancmange, allow me. And who's that? Is that somebody else on the phone? Ms. Flan? This is Professor Maguire. Perhaps what, you remember and, me. And what are you a professor of, then? A professor of pudding? Well, are you now? Well, then you must You know, know you know that, uh, Ms. Flan, our friend Regula, sent me her book, her copy of Pride in Pudding. That's my client, thank you very much. Indeed. And... I have the fortune of being friendly and supportive, and we were reading from her most recent publication, Pride and Pudding. And we would like for Regula to join us on Pudding Masters in the near future. Uh, th- thank you very much, Professor. And um, it seems as though we do have an, 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 that, that copy of that book is indeed autographs, as it, is it not? Sent directly to me. Of course it is. Oh, of course. Did, did, she show, did you show up at one of her book signings then? It is uh, 2021, and I am on vacation for one week before I return to the academic world in a strict schedule. I've been preparing curriculum, and no, in answer to your question, no. Well, yes. I've been uh, making pudding. And you certainly have, and you, you make it as well as anybody else I know. And Ms. Ms. Flan, thank you. Um, do you think? I mean, we have a a hearty rapport. We talk about the puddings of today, and we talk about the puddings of yesteryear. And we would think that it would be no better forum for your client to come on our podcast. Well, I've never heard of your bleeding podcast. And I believe, as it is my want, to think that you and your colleague there don't know the first thing about pudding. Well, I, I beg your pardon, ma'am, but we have oh indeed, between us, have studied the art and science of all puddings for decades now. Well, you, you barely know one thing about trickle, that's for sure. And you don't know the last thing about egg mousse or anything else that goes in to a proper English Christmas. Well, I beg your pardon again, ma'am. We, although maybe we've never made it ourselves, we have had interns indeed make us all the puddings of the world over the years, as it were, so. Well, well, we don't have any interns here. We're just a small operation and I have three clients and you're the, the, the Miss and regular Yusuin is one of my clients and she's the one putting bread on the table for me and my family right now. Well, why not Putting maximize yes, my, why not exercise that and expand your reach? Well, I, I, I guess I will tell you this since you are somewhat charming in a weird way, you and your friend there I will, I will bring this forward to her and see if she can indeed come on your little podcast. Well, thank you very much, and we are honored, aren't we, Professor McGuire? I would like to thank Ms. Flan for her time and 
to, if I may, just remind or say aloud to say hello to Regula from me, Professor McGuire, when you communicate with her. I do appreciate these professional channels. Ms. Glenn, if there is a traditional Christmas and a traditional Christmas pudding, you are invited to the house of McGuire for the holidays. Bring your family. And of course, Mr. Blancmange, bring yours. We will be feasting upon the goodness and the variations of pudding as we do every holiday season. Well, I'll tell you what, dear. We're hardly going to come to your house on a holiday. We're so busy with our own puddings. But listen here. Yes. Regular and I have a yucca game every third Thursday of the month at Aunt Claudie's personal pudding place. Now, I believe you and your chum there know a few things about that place. So, maybe our next Euchre game, you can come, and if you can beat us in a game of Euchre, I'd say we both might come on your podcast now. Wow, that's a great idea, Professor. A great idea indeed. Ms. Flan, our friend regular, has chosen her partners and her business relations well. At Aunt Cludy's, so you are familiar, when you look above the cash register to the left, there's a group of individuals, and Professor McGuire is the third individual on the left. Um, Aunt Cludy was one of my early students, a brilliant student, as you know. You, you here, go here. to the I concur. Here, here. Palace. Everyone knows. So, Ms. Blanc, I raise my pudding spoon to you. Yes, and so do I. And I accept the challenge. Next Thursday, I will look forward to saying hello in person. Fantastic. Fan pudding fast. Well, it seems the gauntlet has been thrown down, then, isn't it? I guess this might turn out to be more entertaining than I had originally thought. So I suppose we will see you next week at Aunt Clutie's personal pudding place. And make sure you bring your yuko shoes, young man. <laughs> and on that note, I have to go because I have very important things to do. Well, thank you. It has been an honor to talk to you. Ms. Gloria Flan, literary agent for the author of Pride and Pudding, the history of British puddings, savory and sweet, without using the Oxford comma, by regular issuing author. <laughs> And there she goes. Wow. Who would have thought? I have heard that voice before, Professor Blancmange. And that, if I'm not mistaken, was a classmate of Alfred And I believe she was having a little bit of fun at Professor McGuire's expense. <laughs> Oh, well. However, as a representative of the author of Pride and Pudding, Regula, my friend, our friend, Regula, for her to reach out and to speak to us here tonight shows the depth and the value of Pudding Masters. Mr. Blancmange, may I ask you a question? Certainly. In our Pudding Masters guest speaker 
part of our program for this small semester? May I impose upon you, while we're at the University of Notre Dame, for you to come down and be a guest lecturer in one of my pudding master classes this fall semester. Would you be would you be my guest to be a guest lecturer this fall in one of, of, of a series of classes that we're holding at Notre Dame? <laughs> well, I thought you would never ask, Professor. Of course, I would be honored to come and propose to your students and give a lecture on something fun. Hopefully, something pudding. Pudding studies now. Are these... And is, is this a 200-level class or a 400-level class or a graduate-level class? What, what would you like? It would be at your convenience. Um, we, in our pudding halls, on Monday it is always for the first-year students. Tuesday, of course, we are in the kitchen. Hello. Wednesday, we are back in class with both second- and third-year students. Thursday, it is almost a party because it is a 400-level class, and we invite the graduate students if they're so if they have the time to um, to, to monitor, to come in and audit the class and share the joy of pudding. You can pick either of those diverse audiences because, as you know, as people grow in their pudding studies, their palates. Expands. I find very often with many young people the experimentation in pudding becomes more sincere as they grow to senior status, fourth year student status. And I would leave it to you. I could invite you for the whole week. So I might introduce to you the next generation of pudding masters and share with you some of the experiences firsthand from first-year student to graduation and the power of pudding that you share, that I know and share. And it would be my privilege for you to join us on any of those occasions or all of them. (laughs) You have a spot on the coaching staff of the rugby team while we're down there. Perhaps I can <laughs> coach the scrum for your first game while I'm down there teaching pudding. I have found that members of the rugby team from all the various places where I've shared the love and knowledge of pudding do enjoy pudding, and they enjoy some of the heartier puddings. The rugby players, the soccer players, the decathlon-to-be people who run track and throw and do the field games in track. Pudding as a nutritional supplement perhaps should be explored. And maybe we can discuss that further sometime in in a later episode. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, 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 indeed. And now, 
Have I told you I have a menagerie in my home this week? A menagerie. Oh, has the circus come to town, Professor? Indeed. Indeed. And what, what you hear now is the smallest of the menagerie critters with the biggest mouth. Aha. Well, that's will fun. eat anything. And yet, when we make the substantive food called pudding in its thicker form, has enjoyed the meals, has been happy and hearty, and before they go back to their place of origin where they belong, I will make sure that I have sent some extra breakfast pudding, the pet special, along with them while you return home. There will be no pudding till morning. Please behave yourself. Thank you. I've developed a rapport. Have you now? As I've, as I've taken care of these many critters. Again, I can point to the power of pudding and their dietary concerns were met, exceeded. And that's how it is for us human beings. The joy of your first chocolate pudding. Mr. Blancmanche, I know you have a sophisticated palate, but can you hearken back to your first, in your first home, the joy when you made that first chocolate pudding on that first night? I was with my mother, and she, she whisked, she was whisking away one eve, and I said, "Mother, am I not old enough to use the whisk myself?" And she said, "One more year, boy, one more year." So I waited a whole year, and then when that time came, exactly three hundred and sixty-five years later, of course, three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> days later. I went, and I asked Mother again, Mother, is it time for me to handle the whisk? And she said, Boy, it is time for you now to handle the whisk for this Victorian chocolate pudding. That recipe has been handed down from generation to generation, and now I hand you the whisk. And whisk I did like the wind, Professor. Whisk away I did. Joy. And there that, are people. Yes. There are people who find solace. There are people who find tranquility. There are people who find the road to take to move further in their destination. And that day, that 365 day wait, I can only imagine the exhilaration. It was the creamiest and best pudding bowl I've ever had to this day. The first scoop, the first fingerful of that delectable, glorious chocolate pudding. And thank you, Queen Victoria. Your Majesty. <laughs> for that chocolate pudding. And now, in her honor, Professor, it is now time Pick up our pudding bowls and our drinks. Head over to the corner because it's now time for the Limerick Corner on Pudding Master. Master. 
yes, I've got my funny hat on over here. And we're in the corner. Professor McGuire has his derby cap on, as usual, looking debonair. And since we are sitting here in the Limerick corner, let's have us a Limerick. We'd like to remind you that Pudding Master's Limerick Corner is brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, UncleDave'sTankCream.com, and and Clutie's Personal Pudding Place, where there's going to be a big Euchre game in next week with Gloria Fine and regular Eastwood against Professor McGuire and Gerald Blancbone. So without further ado, let's make it funky. Yeah. Let's make it jazzy. And Professor McGuire, you're never without a limerick. So as they say in the jazz clubs of your lay it on us, Big Daddy. Moments ago, as those of you have been listening, I took my pencils out and created a limerick on the spot. This is a brand new limerick. I call it the Competition Magician. In our most recent blue ribbon coat bean competition. The prize was a university tuition. The group sweated and worked, and I just offered a smirk, for I knew with pudding I was a magician. Oh, that's tremendous, Professor. I would expect nothing less than tremendous, but oh, tremendous indeed. Yet another limerick. Okay, 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 okay. Once more, once more for the people in the back, as it were, Professor. This was and is brand new, inspired by tonight's episode four of Pudding Masters. It is called Competition Magician. In our most recent blue ribbon cooking competition, the prize was a university tuition. The group sweated and worked, and I just offered a smirk, for I knew with pudding I was a magician. Oh, 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 oh yes, it's Houdini himself. Inspired, Houdini with a whisk. Inspired, Mr. Blancmange, by real-life events. In our own pudding class, equivalent to the pudding chamber, not quite as elaborate, mind you, based on a true story and inspiration for tonight's program. Thank you. I understand that uh, inspiration strikes often in the house of Blancmange. Ah, yes, Professor McGuire, thank you very much for your weekly original limerick you won't find that anywhere else you won't find that on any cooking show this side of the pond or the other side and now professor and everyone else i happen to have a limerick in my pocket as well next to my extra pudding spoon (laughs) yes a limerick for you and a limerick for everyone Professor, 
Some say that flan is pretentious. This moral discussion can get quite contentious. But it's ubiquitously known. Carmel must be left alone. Because stirring can make it licentious. <laughs> oh, I get such a kick out of limericks, Professor. Oh, you don't know the joy I get. The joy I get from a good limerick. Would you have? Would you like to hear it again? Would you like to hear it? Again? I was. I was. I was pausing to, to request just that. Please. <laughs> Please, more people in the back. Yes. Lots of people say lots of things, and few people say few things, but yes. Some say that flan is pretentious. This moral discussion can get quite contentious, but it is ubiquitously known. Carmel must be left alone. Because stirring can make it licentious. <laughs> yes, indeed. Into. That's what I like. Instant classic limerick. Mr. Blancmange. Mr. Gerald Blancmange. Yes. Instant classic limerick. Instant classic. And you as well, Professor. Is you as well. We... You know, they go hand in hand. If you don't even think about becoming a pudding master if you are also not a limerick master as well. They go hand they go spoon and bowl, as it were. That's indeed. Spoon and bowl. And Professor Maguire, on that note, my bowl is empty. My stomach is full. My smile is wide. And now, after a brandy, I shall retire for the evening. And Professor McGuire, it's always a pleasure to have you in the pudding chamber here, whether it's here or on the landline. Thank you for bringing Pride in Pudding, the history of British puddings, savory and sweet, by regular Ishuin, and of course, our literary agent Gloria, Fan, Gloria Flan, who we might play Euchre against next week at Aunt Cludy's personal pudding place. Mr. Mr. Blancmange, may I ask one question before we close? Make it quick, sir. What is Euchre? Euchre. As a game. Ah, yes. Euchre is a card game played by kings and queens across Europe for many, many years, and I'll, I'll give you all the finer points on how to cheat so we can win. Because we must beat Ms. Flan and Ms. Yisawin. But yes, until then, we'll let you know how it goes on the next episode of Pudding Masters. Masters! Brought to you by Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream, Uncle Dave's Tank Cream.com, and Aunt Cludy's Personal Pudding Place, where we have all the Euchre tournaments.